0: Hello, 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 and happy Halloween! This is Adolf with the Editor's Note. Just want to give everyone a heads up on what this podcast is about and some changes to this podcast. So, the Top 13 3D Halloween Movies podcast and article went up originally on Halloween 2019. And uh, we were thinking about doing something for a while and had some ideas here and there, but we never really put things together, so I just decided to rerun everything, but I wanted to give you something on top of that. So I remixed this podcast, and there's some things that are cut out for time, some things are added for enjoyment, and we went ahead and recorded a new section. That new section will be added toward the end of the podcast. Um, I'll add a... Robot telling you the exact time that that will be um, after I finish speaking because I still have to edit this part in.
1: The second newly recorded section begins at approximately 29 minutes and three seconds.
0: So this is kind of a Frankenstein monster of a podcast. Get it? Um, So it has this new section right now. We're talking right now, you know, And then we also have the original, and then we added some pieces here and there, and then we added a big chunk toward the end. So this is a much bigger, meatier podcast, and some of the stuff we talk about at the end will be a little bit meta about us talking about the the list and, you know, things we may have missed and some other stuff that we wish would have been 3D. Um, So we get a good mix of stuff here, so... Hope you enjoy this Redux Rerun podcast. Now, on to the show. Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? Hello, hello, hello. Having a spooky Halloween. This is Adolf with Jake. Howdy folks, and Krista. Hello. And maybe some ghosts of the past oh, we'll too will join us in this spooky the top 13 3D Halloween movies. So, uh Jake made this list and um I did uh, add some honorable mentions and this list could have been like 30 40 movies, right Jake?
1: Oh easily. There's so many to choose from, uh, and, and we went back and forth over what would be on the list, and this is what we decided on. We decided to weigh Since we're a 3D review um, cast and site, we would weigh the 3D heavier. So well, these are all well worth your time.
0: So Enjoy. Okay, so let's uh enough preamble, let's get to it. so I haven't seen all these movies um I don't think you've seen all of them either, right Krista?
2: No, I have not seen all of them,
0: but Jake, you have right? Oh, I've seen all of these repeatedly, okay, so start off with number thirteen War War Z uh zombie movie with Tom Cruise, oh not Tom Cruise Brad Pitt Brad Pitt. And um, glowing around different parts of the world, and um this was really famous for having a lot of um development problems and one of the cool shots in there is like a whole horde of zombies like making a um pile which they're climbing on top of to get over a wall or something
1: yeah i, I made the cut i mean a good p g thirteen zombie movie. I loved uh, Max Brooks's novel, uh which was kind of written as more of a history. Uh, The movie, they decided to kind of set it in the same universe, but tell a different story. Uh, It's a pity the sequel is in development hell and canceled. Well, I guess it's no longer development hell. It's just dead. So that's a shame that we may never see a sequel to this. But I enjoyed it enough, and I thought the 3D was impressive enough that I gave it the 13th slot on this list.
0: Yeah, I've seen it. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I've heard a lot of things about the ending being different, which we're not really gonna get into spoilers here. Um, but I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um so Chris, did you watch this? No. Yeah. Okay. So let's uh, move on to number twelve, The Maze from nineteen fifty-three. Um Jake, what is this about? Uh
1: this is a more of a mystery movie, but it does have horrific elements to it. It is a uh, it is uh, actual filmed in three D being from the fifties. It's another uh, Richard Carlson starer. Uh, basically, it's about a Scotsman who who abruptly breaks off his engagement to an English woman, and he uh, moves into uh, his inherited castle in the Scottish Islands. Well, the ex fiance drags her aunt along and goes up to the castle to find out why he. Uh, broke the engagement Um, when she sees him she she's discovered he's aged looks like he's like 10 years older of course this is 50s makeup so that means his he's got little white things in his hair Uh, and it's and I guarantee the ending is going to stun you I'm not going to spoil it in fact you have my permission to kick the ass of anybody who tries to spoil this movie for you. You will not see this ending coming. Uh, The first time I saw this movie was on the big screen when I was 10 years old for a midnight movie and uh, let's just say nobody in the audience saw what was coming or had seen this movie before and we were slack-jawed stunned. Like I said, you will never see it, it and the 3D is awesome. You may never want to see it again after seeing it but I guarantee you That ending will get you.
0: Chris, have you seen this? No, I haven't seen it either, but it did recently come out uh, via the good guys at 3D Archive. So they remade this on 3D Blu-ray, so you can definitely watch it that way.
1: Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, the disc looks better than any presentation I've ever seen on the big screen of this.
0: All right, let's uh, keep going. Number 11. It came from outer space. Tell me all about this, Jake. I never heard about it. I know about the title, but I don't know anything about the movie.
1: Okay, this is a Jack Arnold, you know, he's a famous uh, 50s horror director. Uh, It's another Richard Carlson star. This is great 3D with lots of uh, pop-outs. It's more of a sci-fi story, but it does have uh, aliens, which they treat as monsters. And it's it's just just one of those... um, really cool 50s uh, movies and it's another yeah richard carlson was the prince of the 50s of 3d movies vincent price is considered the king
0: okay uh chris have you seen this
2: i'm pretty sure i've seen clips of it i have not seen the entire movie
0: i haven't seen it either but i have heard the title
2: well it's definitely kind of like one of those classic like if you're talking about like 1950s movies this comes up when you're talking about 1950s movies a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah
1: yeah and it's got great 3d great pop-ups uh yeah and it is on disc so you could see it better than ever on uh and it popped up in revivals because it's a it's a it's a fan favorite
0: all right let's uh keep going here with uh number 10 the mad magician another 1950s movie right yep
1: and this is this one stars uh Vincent Price. Oh, Vincent Price yeah, this, was awesome. This, uh, <laughs> I never met a monster I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is a pretty much a black and white cash grab uh, on the successive House of Wax. But it's still a great little movie. Uh, it's kind of, uh, you know, set in the good old days of, uh, of um, Ed, Ed, Victorian, Edwardian uh and he's pretty much uh, a magician instead of uh, running a wax museum. I mean, it's basically the same uh, plot, but in black and white.
0: Well, let's keep going here. Um, Revenge of the Creatures, number nine, 1955. The Creature is the, from the Black Lagoon, right?
1: Yeah, this is the only uh, 1950s 3D movie to get a 3D
0: sequel. And this one just came out on 3D Blu-ray again from 3D Archive people, right?
1: Nope. Universal put it out and screwed the pooch on it. Oh. Okay. Badly.
0: Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They really screwed the pooch on this
0: one. Okay. So uh, next up is number eight, uh, Frankenweenie, the 2012 feature-length movie. Now it's kind of weird because Frankenweenie was like a short, um, and then it became its own movie, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. They padded it. They padded out Tim Burton's uh, stories. Because, I mean, a 30-minute short expanded to a 90-minute movie, you have to pad. Uh, Surprisingly, it's still very good. Most times when you pad a story out that long, it's boring as heck. But uh, this is a nice, uh, enjoyable uh, feature that's probably not too
0: scary for the kids. Um, Krista, have you seen this?
2: I have not. I don't think so.
0: I've saw the original short. I own the the full length movie. I have not seen it yet. I got it for like a garage sale or something for like a buck. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I want to see that. I'll pay a buck for that, you know." And uh, I haven't gotten around to seeing it yet. But I might watch it this month. All right. Let's move on to number 7, Dead Before Dawn. What is this about, Jake?
1: Uh, this is a this is a low budget uh zomcom uh with with um Christopher Lloyd and a bunch of um CW um, actors, uh, it's just a, a just a funny uh, zombie movie, kind of in the same, in, uh, I mean, the main reason this movie exists is because of Shaun of the Dead and um, Zombieland, uh, this one's in really, uh, it's, act- it's not a conversion, it's actually shot in 3D, it's really, 3D is awesome, pretty good movie. This is 2012, uh, good right? Good enough to. Yeah, good enough to make the list. Uh this was released in the US as a best to buy exclusive. Hmm. Uh, I recommend hunting up the German release. It's far cheaper.
0: I seen this one? Um, I don't think so. Alright, let's move on to number six. Paranorman. Uh I've seen this. This is from Leica. Um with Stop Motion and it's pretty great. I love this movie.
1: Yep. I
2: remember when this movie came out.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm a like a
0: fanboy.
1: Uh, I will admit it openly. They earned my fandom, so so of course they're making this list with their
0: great movies. And uh, Paranorman, I think remember her having a weird ending that I really digged, um, and it's being very progressive. I think, it, um, if I remember correctly, right? Uh huh. Um, Krista, you like this movie? Yeah. All right, uh, number five is next. This one is a big one. I think everyone here this knows this.
2: It's Halloween, Halloween. Halloween.
0: Halloween. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Christmas.
2: I haven't seen it in 3D, though.
1: <laughs> well, it originally wasn't released in 3D. It was converted for a re-release. And I think we should mention this is actually directed by Henry um, Selick, who went on to do some other... Um, 3d uh, movies not tim burton he was just the producer on this All right. he gets credited for being the director
0: yeah and this one is like really became mainstream everyone knows this and you know i love the christmas song um with uh, jack Skellington. it's so macabre when you actually like look at the lyrics it's awesome <laughs> mm-hmm it, it, and um yeah i, I love this movie it, it looks gorgeous if you you know i got the blu-ray of it and it's like this one is something you need to get you know as high definition as you can it is beautiful so next up is another beautiful movie um Coraline, which is 29 2009 i love this movie
2: I just love, like, anything Neil Gaiman... Neil Gaiman's, like, magic hands turned everything
1: good, as far as I'm
2: concerned. Like, mm-hmm. Coraline is and such Hen- a good movie. <laughs>
1: uh-huh, and Henry Selick directed this one. Uh, I mean, some people may disagree with me putting Coraline higher on the list, The Nightmare Before Christmas, but I think it's just edges it out.
2: Well, one of the things Cor- Coraline does with the 3D is... Like, it does the Wizard of Oz thing, where in the Wizard of Oz, you start in black and white, and then you get into color once you get into Oz. Coraline does that, but with the 3D. Like, it starts with very, like, low depth in the real world, and then once we get into the fantasy world, like, as she crawls down the tunnel, like, the 3D expands and blooms.
0: Wow. I've never seen it in 3D, but I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's uh it's well worth
1: hunting up a uh, release. Yeah, this got a US release, so.
0: Um and then the button eyes, you know, you wouldn't think that would be creepy, but it is. <laughs> mhm. All right, next up here is a Dark Country, in a 2009 movie. I never heard of this. What is this about, Jake?
1: Uh, this is a quirky little mystery uh about a couple who um involves a car accident and a whole bunch of other things. Uh, I don't want to tell you too much about it because I don't want to spoil it. Uh, it's, this is a shot in 3D, uh, stars Thomas Jane. This is also his directorial debut, knocks it completely out of the park. Uh, this is one of the best 3D modern movies made. Uh, it's hard. I have a French release. Uh, it's been released in several, um, foreign countries it never got a 3d u.s release and it's only played 3d in the u.s and a few uh, festivals uh this actually blew my mind how good this was i mean this is you gotta you gotta see this in 3d it's well worth the effort of tracking it down and it is an effort
0: all right let's move on to number two The Creature from the Black Lagoon. Two Black Lagoon movies here. What is it about, Jake? Uh, This
1: is about going to uh, scientists, uh, going to the Amazon to track down a creature that they've heard legends of and had a fossil. Uh, It's got incredible 3D underwater photography. uh, And it's, you know, this is one of the universal monsters. Probably the last uh, great one. Another one of those classic, classic 1950s movies. Uh Uh-huh. And another one with uh, Richard Carlson.
0: And this one's become iconic as well. Um, I haven't seen it, but I know the creature, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you've never seen it, you've seen the creature. Oh, yeah. And I guess I should also remember Revenge also had Richard Carlson. I mean, like I said, he was the prince of 50s 3D because he was in so many of these.
0: So, uh, with that, we're about to get to number one. But before we get to number one, we'll have some dishonorable, scary mentions. Not quite good enough, but you gotta mention these. So, let's start off with uh, Jaws 3D, 1983. I remember this vaguely.
1: (laughs) This was the Sharknado of the 80s. So, (laughs) people tell me about... I mean, actually, Jaws 4... It's Most people kind of think of it as the Sharknado of the 80s or 90s. Uh, it's the movie that uh, Michael Caine said uh, paid for his house. But Jaws 3 is my Sharknado. There I, saw is this... I saw this in 3D on the big screen. Uh, it's, it's awesome trash.
2: There was this trend uh, in the 80s, which was like, you would release the first two movies and then the third movie you would release in 3D.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. And I like that having that, you know, 3D. Okay, cool. It's the third movie. Got it. It makes sense, you know?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And before you add it, me, the reason uh, Friday the 13th didn't make the honorable mention is because there is not a legal 3D Blu ray release.
0: So, um, Let's uh, move on here. Let's go to the next one. Um, Animaville 3D. Um, I've heard of these movies. There's like a hundred of these Animaville horror movies, right?
1: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it's more of the Warren uh, crap. You know, the debunk, you know, the spiritualists that have been debunked so hard, I can't believe anybody for a second takes their stuff the least bit seriously. Uh, And the whole Amityville story is tied into their uh shenanigans uh and amptyville um 3d is just um 80s um trash it has the 3d version really has nothing to do with any of the other movies uh it's just one of those you know shot in 3d three um it's kind of cleaned up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Jaws and Amp 3D and Amptyville 3D really didn't get a restoration. That's another thing that helped me not put them on the list. Um, th- so watching these will be a bit of a struggle. You'll probably get a little eye strain if you're not used to uh, older 3D movies. Because these weren't cleaned up by the th- 3D archive. These were just dumped... Uh, which, to tell you the truth, we're lucky to even get them is in the condition they were in.
0: Have you seen this, uh, Krista? No. All right, let's uh, keep going. With the honorable mentions: uh, "Parasite," 1983. Um, never heard of this one, Jake.
1: Okay, this is uh, directed and written by um, Charles Band uh, before he started uh, Full Moon Entertainment, and which pretty much became. The Puppet Master studio. Uh, Puppet Master was kind of the saw of its day, but without the effects. It was kind of a Freddy Krueger ripoff, whatever. But Parasite is one of Charles Band's um, uh, 3D movies that he did before he started Full Moon Entertainment. So (laughs) it's done for Embassy Studios. Uh, It's set in the future. Uh, and it's about kind of low budget, kind of a cross between Mad Max and a uh, parasitic uh, pandemic on done on a low budget scale. Uh, the three three D archive uh, restored this, and it looks better than it did in the theaters. And also notable, this is Demi Moore's first uh, starring role.
0: Cool. So next one on here is a movie that I reviewed when it came out uh, three years ago, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Now this is not really a, a horror movie or a scary movie; it's just kind of creepy, kind of unnerving. Um, it's a really fun kind of time travel movie with, um, you know, just like kind of like a just I don't know how to describe this further. It's it's hard to talk about spoilers, but it's just like a big thing about you know taking care of kids in the past and but the future interferes with the past and uh the 3D was really cool in this. Jake, do you remember watching this movie?
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, I thought it was uh really nice. Uh nice creepy
0: uh visuals, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great 3D and you know, Chris, have you seen this? No. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um it definitely is worth looking for on Blu-ray i remember my wife and i just walked into this like all right i guess it's coming out sure I'll, I'll review it and um we're just kind of blown away and I, I liked it a lot i gave it an 8 out of 10 and um it's a lot of fun it's like a good kind of original kind of thing that i haven't really seen and i think there's more books in the mist Peregrine, but i don't think this movie did that well box office so it did not uh get sequels which is sad all right we have one more now this is a The reason why this is an honorable mention is because it's not really a whole-length movie, but it is kind of a movie. It is... It's
2: like 10 minutes or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's also not available on home video, so the chance of you getting to see it in actual 3D
0: is pretty slim, which is unfortunate. Which is Michael Jackson's Thriller! Now, Jake, you did the review for this last year. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, yeah. The conversion is really, really good. I mean, it's as good as the conversion did on The Wizard of Oz. So where did you not... Where did you get to see the conversion? I saw it at IMAX theater showing The House Without Clocks. Mm.
0: Yeah, they married both of those movies.
1: Yeah, I know. It was a really weird double feature. They were really trying to get people to go to um, see House Without Clocks what was funny is most of the people in the theater they stayed they came to see thriller and left (laughs) and then a few people wandered in because they wanted to not sit through trailers and well and they missed thriller oh well their fault and house without clocks was not very good
0: Yeah, I I watched it. It was okay. I mean, I watched it once. I'm good not watching it ever again. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It's just kind of there. It's okay.
1: Yeah, I was just like, I would have rather had a Goosebumps movie sequel in 3D than one said, why did he do this? I mean, we should have done it. I mean, I'm just thinking Goosebumps, man. Goosebumps.
0: Now, Thriller itself, you know, you could say what you want about Michael Jackson, but as an artist thriller is an amazing amazing video and a fantastic song
1: yeah and john landis you know say what you will uh about what he did but and and we won't hold him responsible for his son you know but, uh it it's 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 old history uh this is uh this is a whether do you don't even have to like the song uh this is an amazing video it's and it's still
2: creepy thinking about it like Even though I watched it so many years ago. It's just such a creepy. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's just so well done.
0: Yeah, real special effects. No CG back then. Everyone is makeup. And then the whole dance routines are just top-notch. Everything, yeah, it's fun.
2: And, like, you rarely have at this point, like, it's very rare to have someone go to, like, these lengths for a music video when it's, like you can't really qualify it as a m- music video because it's so much more than just a song.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Thriller, man! It's Thriller! <laughs> thriller. Now, let's go on to the number one movie. Now, before we do that, I have to do a quick correction to Jake. Uh, the movie you kept talking about with uh, that was attached to Thriller was uh, The House with a Clock in Its Walls. So just wanted to point that out before we get to the number one movie, which is... <coughs> The House of Wax. Um, this is the, the original version, not the one with Paris Hilton, <laughs> right? Uh, oh There's God. actually
2: like three different versions, but we're talking about the 1953 version.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then there was a... Uh, there was you know, like a black and white version. Well, yeah. Well, House of Wax, there was, it was actually color, but it wasn't Technicolor. It was only um, like two colors. Yeah, yeah, 2 tongue mm. uh, Yeah, this is a r- remake, you know, of Mystery of the House of Wax, um, which was not in 3D. Um, yeah, this is the top of the list. This is um, the first 3D horror movie, and it's the gold standard. Uh, it's, a, it's the movie that made kind of Vincent Price, a horror icon. And many consider this to be the greatest 3D movie ever made, and I'm one of those. Yeah, this is an amazing movie. Uh well it's worth seeking so out. So
2: unsettling and creepy. <laughs> hmm You
0: actually watched this one, Krista?
2: Oh yeah. Like uh I watched a bunch of nineteen fifties 3D movies and this one like was Well basically we get this this story of this guy who's his he's like he's like a wax uh uh he, ha- he runs a wax museum, but, like, his wax museum burns down, and, like, after, like, his wax museum burns down, he's, like, lost everything he's worked for all his life, and he kind of just goes insane and tries to, like, take revenge on, like, all the people who are responsible for, you know, like, the demise of his life's work.
1: Yeah, and, and this is one of Charles. Oh, and I guess I should mention a little trivia about some of these that I haven't, and- yeah, House of Wax is, if if it's not Charles Bronson's very first movie, it's one of his early movies. Uh, and yeah, what? And, oh, and oh, oh, yeah, and Revenge of the Creature, uh, that was um, Clint Eastwood's very first movie. He plays a lab assistant.
2: Well, uh, what's interesting about House of Wax is it was, I believe, it was directed by Andrew DeToth. Andrew yeah, DeToth. And- Toth only had uh, one eye. He had a glass eye. So he can actually not see in 3D. But at the time, people were asking him, you know, why are you making a 3D movie if you can't see in 3D? And he was like, well, Beethoven was deaf.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, what he did is they measured out everything. They did, They worked it out mathematically, which is why the 3D is so amazing. He didn't eyeball it like most directors and cinematographers did. He measured
0: it out. Now I did joke about the two thousand and five remakes with uh with uh Paris Hilton. What did you guys think of that one? I actually watched it. I thought it was dumb fun, but i don't I never watched the original, so i don't know
1: uh I couldn't finish it i mean I'm not gonna
2: wa- i really don't have any intention of watching the Paris Hilton one because in my mind the nineteen fifty three one is the House of Wax.
0: that was back in the paris Hiltons uh when she was a superstar on uh, you know everyone talking about Paris Hilton. Back in the simpler days of the turn of the century. (laughs) That's hot. Anyway, so yeah, that's our top 13 3D movies for Halloween. Um, Did we miss anything? Probably. (laughs) What do you think? Well, comment below um, wherever you're watching this. If you're watching this on YouTube or on the website or whatever. I hope you enjoyed this spooky, scary, kind of creepy list of 3D movies. But wait, there's more. Okay, so last year we did a top 13 3d movies for Halloween. Uh, Jake, do you want to add some things onto this list, change things up or do you want to just talk about one or two more movies on here?
1: Uh, let's just talk about one or two more movies because it's not like uh, there's been like a it's not like we've had an f- avalanche of spooky uh, 3D content since last year.
0: So, last year, after we posted this, we did get a comment and it said, what? You guys didn't talk about Monster House. So, let's talk about Monster House. I think Monster House is a wonderful movie.
1: hmm Yeah. Only reason it didn't make the cut, to be brutally honest, is there were some other movies I really, really, really wanted to showcase, and we just were doing 13, and something had to give, and... Monster House is the one that lost the flip of the coin.
0: Chris, have you seen Monster House?
1: I've seen parts of it. I actually, one of
0: my
2: professors worked on the film in the stereography department, and he told us some about the 3D in that film.
0: Okay, what did he say?
2: So one of the things like the the directors wanted was like they at, at some point they wanted like um like the effect of film grain like you do on like old movies except like that does not really work in 3D because like either you have a film grain screen like a screen of that's flat which like defeats the purpose of uh, like it being in 3D or if you just put like random things in the air then it just like looks like dust or something so it's like you can't really do the effect of film grain in, in 3d.
0: Yep.
2: And the other thing I remember him talking about was like, there's a part where there's like a whirlpool of water or whatever. Um, and like in 3d, they had to add bubbles into the water for the, the water to have volume and actually like, like look like it was in 3d.
0: Now this was a notable early 3d movie, um, in the modern age, it came out in 2006, which is forever ago and you know.
1: 3D technology.
0: This was like an IMAX exclusive kind of thing. It's one of those things that were really early on. It was, you know, right at the edge of, of new 3D coming back. Um, and Monster House, just in case you don't remember that movie, some teens discover the neighborhood house is actually a living, breathing monster. And it's an animated movie and... I think it's a lot of fun because you know they actually have kids that react how kids would react, and it's you know it's it's always fun to have it when a kid reacts naturally and you don't have overly written stuff that sounds you know it's kind of the Lisa Simpson problem where Lisa acts way beyond her age because there's, she's written that way. But I love Lisa, don't get me wrong, but you know what I mean? It doesn't fit exactly, mm-hmm. but like. In this instance, they feel like they actually are in a situation that makes sense, and it's a lot of fun
1: mm-hmm. yep, yeah, it's one of the reasons Monster House I think holds up and even though it's unfortunately kind of been forgotten in the wake of uh para um uh, Norman and Caroline, which is a damn shame because Monster House is really good I mean some of the uh some of the animation may not be as nice as the other movies I just mentioned but this is still very worthwhile worth checking out especially in 3D
0: yeah um, on Wikipedia modern age of 3D starts in 2005 so
2: this was very early on (laughs) I don't know if that's.
1: but it still looks good I mean I would still you know give this good 3D and
2: so just because I'm a super 3D nerd, uh The Polar Express was the first 3D movie of like the modern age which came out the end of 2004. So that's that so that puts it like right after like just like a year or two after The Polar Express.
0: Yeah. Oh it looks
1: a world it looks worlds better than Polar Express.
2: Oh yeah, Polar Express is so like 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 um creepy <laughs> uncanny nightmare. valley.
0: Yeah,
1: it's nightmare fuel.
0: It's a beautiful That's story. True. I like the story I, though.
2: I love the I love the Polar Express, but the animation does not hold up.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is it is it is not the Uncanny uncanny valley, it is the uncanny Grand Canyon it is it is a they tried
2: okay they tried
1: Sebekus and his lavish he might as well filmed it live action yeah and then did effects it would have held up better (laughs) oh my god and he managed to make Tom Hanks creepy. <laughs> How in the hell do you make Tom Hanks creepy?
0: He's Everyone loves Tom Hanks, right? <laughs>
2: Except QAnon, but they I mean, don't like count. A, a robotic... Oh, you're, you're going to make me go on a tangent about QAnon.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's in.
2: Robotic... Robotic... Rubber... What do you call it? Like a wax museum, robotic rubber thing of Tom Hanks.
1: Yeah, yeah, I felt like I was watching the um, World of Presidents or some sub- a bunch of
0: animatronics. So the rest of the list here, um, I- I'm just gonna run down here. This is gonna. Um, do you want to add anything or change anything or, or just leave it as is? Um, you put on here World War Z as number thirteen. You still feel good about that? yeah the maze and uh, number twelve yeah it came from outer space number eleven mm-hmm uh mad magician number ten
1: yeah I think there's been a new release of that so it in in Europe so that should be easier to find now
0: Revenge of the creature number nine
1: yeah hopefully uh that gets fixed because the box set had a horrible version they Universal just really screwed up the, that release, but it's Freaking,
0: still... A gr- okay, Freaking Weenie is number eight, which is... Mm-hmm. Uh, I would probably perfect Freaking Weenie way below, <laughs> but that's just me. Uh, Dead Before Dawn, number seven.
1: Yeah, it's a nice comic, horror comedy with some great 3D.
0: Um, Paranorman, number six.
1: Yeah, I still stand by that. It's, it's a great... Yeah, I was trying to keep this kind of on the fa- front... Family-friendly side, mostly.
0: Number five, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Coraline, number four. Yep. Uh, Number three, Dark Country.
1: Yeah. I will always uh, stand Dark Country.
0: Number two, Creature from the Black Lagoon.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. That's a great uh, universal horror movie and a good, really good natural 3D from the 50s. Um, They did push it up a little bit to mess and mess with the 3D. I don't know why, but that seems to be the current trend with 3 with 3D releases with certain movies and certain studios. So, it is what it is. It still looks wonderful though.
0: And finally, um House of Wax.
1: Yeah. Um this is it's incredible 3D. It's hard to believe the director could not see in 3D. He's, he only had one eye. He had a glass eye. Uh, they did the effects by they used math and measured everything out and calculated. See? This is what good education can do for you. Uh, mm-hmm. And the 3D is perfect.
0: Um, now, just to kind of make this a little bit more meaty, I want to go ahead and you know add this to, on there. Um, you know we t- Adam's family last year, I thought was kind of weak. um just throwing that out there. that's kind of a weak yeah. movie um mm-hmm. it kinda fits that Maleficent movies are kinda okay um kinda spooky and kind of not so much. Do you have any two d movies that you think would be great in three d if that are scary?
2: I mean uh, this will be controversial, but I love hocus pocus. <laughs>
0: Okay. And a lot of people love Hocus Pocus, so Yeah. Yeah, is, yeah is it...
1: I I could see Hocus Pocus being converted into 3D and working. I could also see the first Halloween Town movie. Oh yeah,
2: I was thinking of the Halloween Town, but I don't know.
1: It it almost seems too cheesy. <laughs> well, see, Halloween Town kind of scratches the itch for me more than Hocus Pocus, but uh, but that's because Halloween Town was filmed up the road from me yeah. in, uh, in St. Helens, uh, Oregon. What,
2: what they, I find really weird is like one of the later Halloween Town movies, they just straight up change the actress that plays the main girl yeah. <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. I, I, I'm like Halloween Town movies were like my childhood.
1: <laughs> oh, let me try to think of some other 2D movies. Um, yeah, and if uh, Shout Factory had did this time what they had, I might have put Friday the Thirteenth Part 3D on this list. But because to get that movie I would have to spend 150 bucks, I cannot because I wasn't going to put a bootleg uh, put a bootleg movie. Because right now, I just have a bootleg copy of it. Because I'm not going to spend 150 bucks for one movie. It was bad enough having to spend what I did to get uh, Amityville 3D. Which you notice didn't make this list. It's a terrible movie. It is funny. But what really kept it off the list is uh, how terrible the 3D was in the cross and, and it it's will give you a headache so it's not one and it's not cheap either i mean jaws 3d that restoration was not but i applaud universal they put it out so cheap you know i was like okay i can live with this
2: i mean you do have to be careful with like 50s 3d sometimes because sometimes the 3d is just bad mm-hmm
1: that's what I really love about uh, 3D Archive. Who are restoring these? Some of these, they're making them look like um, they're making them look better than they ever looked, even when they were originally.
2: Yeah. 3D Archive is like there's such such there's such a good resource and they're such amazing mm-hmm. they exist.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, like um, they've taken so many obscure things, like like September Storm. Their release looks better than it ever did in its limited theatrical run. And they're working on some... all sorts of things. And I can't wait to see... see them.
0: Um... I don't know if you guys seen It. Um, volume 1 and Volume 2. I think both of those movies could look really cool in 3D. Yeah.
1: hmm uh-huh. First one. Especially when Georgie goes up to the sewer, that scene in particular would look incredible in 3D. There's a
0: few shots... Of the mouth of it or orifice,
1: yeah, that
0: have multiple layers that could look really cool in 3D. mm
1: mm-hmm. And then all the stuff in the sewers, if they you know lighten it up just a touch, you know, get a little depth going in there with the shadows and stuff, that could be some really interesting 3D too. Especially when they're like the float floating around and stuff and the dead lights and.
0: Um what is it the the that one with um hide and seek that came out last year
1: mm-hmm oh both of those uh oh and i uh, and uh jim jarmish's uh dead don't die would have been a hoot in three d
2: i have a question for Jake, yeah, were there many like film nor films in three d or not really
1: there were some uh man in the dark which um I'm happy I have that disc. Uh, Mad Magician. Some people consider it noirish. There were a few, but um, it's you. 3D, especially then, you had to use so much light to get the effect to work. Gotcha. Mhm. But there are a few. Not a whole lot. Uh, I'm hoping. Uh, it's it's more hard-boiled than film noir, but like I jury. You know, uh, my Mickey Spillane, my camera movie. It was 3D, and I've never. It's one of the few from that era I've never seen in 3D. Mm-hmm. And I would uh, love.
0: To. I would definitely give uh, credit, honorable mention to Found Footage 3D. That was a lot of fun. I like mm-hmm. that movie.
1: Yeah, I really liked the 3D too, and I really thought they had come up with a good concept to make it reasonable why they filmed in 3D.
0: So, Krista, do you know about that movie or no?
1: No, I don't.
0: So it's a movie. It's a fake documentary movie about a mo- people that are making a three D movie about um, a three D horror movie. So it's a fake documentary, and that's why it's found footage because they recorded it in three D in the movie that they're making in the mo- the fake movie.
1: Oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, mhm, and it's. Creepy. It's above average. A found footage movie, and it's interesting. And the three D is really good.
0: You could actually watch that in three D on uh, what's shutter. that shutter. shutter, shutter, Yeah, and um, you could use red and blue Grasses and uh, green. You know the anagraph, and it works.
1: Mm-hmm. And you can also watch it in um, in three D if you have a if you have a setup. Uh, with the new um, active or passive, you know. You have a TV that can run the 3D Blu-ray t- stuff. You can watch it that way, too. And it looks really good.
0: I guess fundamentally there's a problem with a lot of darker lit scenes. And, you know, dark and 3D don't usually work, you know.
1: Depends. On, it's lit well enough, it does. But I could see an anaglyph. Really has problems with uh, dark scenes because the way um, it works, it doesn't really. It's it works better on static images than moving images. While uh, a Pulfrid uh, version, uh, neat. You know that's a the one where they have the one dark lens and the one light lens. It has to be in constant motion for the 3D to work. Hmm. Yeah, I Monster, uh, which I almost, oh, oh yeah, I should mention, I should add this to the list for Halloween. Uh, it's a Christopher Lee, Peter, Co- I Monster. It was, it's all versions of it are in 3D. It's a type of 3D, I was talking about, was it Pulfrid? Pultridge, also known as Putrid amongst 3D aficionados, because it's, uh that type of three d that uses one dark lens one uh light lens, and the three d only really works if in when a when a scene is in motion um, and it's pretty effective in this film in fact, it's the only movie that I know was filmed in this format that I know for sure uh and the b b c did a Doctor Who sketch with Rowan Atkinson. Uh, filmed in this uh, style. I think, yeah, he's in it. I also think some of the other doctors are in it. It was for the Red uh, Nose uh, special several, has it been a decade or more ago? I mean, it's online, so you can find it quite easily.
0: Okay, I think that's a, we added a good amount to this podcast. Uh, you know, I hate to recycle articles. But sometimes it is what it is, and, you know, I hope this podcast is adding to the other podcasts and makes it worth re-listening to. Anything else to throw out there, or is that it?
2: Um, I don't know. This is kind of, like, I'm not sure if I would qualify it as Halloween, but, like, Dial M for Murder is another 3D film.
1: Uh, mm. Yeah. Yeah, Hitchcock. It's a bit of a mist stuff. mid work, and it's also really good 3D
2: pretty sure that's the only 3d hitchcock ever did
1: yeah mm-hmm. all the others are modern um home video conversions
0: Ooh, the descent that would be pretty cool in 3d if they had the lighting right with all the the being in caves and the, the depth i think that'd be really cool
2: mm-hmm.
0: have you watched that one krista or no no it's about uh these women that get trapped in a cave and uh yeah, they, you know, it gets a nice little warning to make sure if you ever go in caves that you plan ahead. <laughs> oh, caves. another
1: one that would be cool in 3D is the original Ghostbusters. I conf- that would be awesome.
0: I suppose. I don't remember any scenes top of my head from that. That would be really cool. But overall, I guess so.
1: Oh, that just the way they shot it, it would create a lot of depth. Uh. And, and I could also see Ivan Reitman uh, completely re-editing the movie because he's got so much footage that they cut from uh, – Ghost. I mean, he had enough footage. He could have made a six-hour Ghostbusters movie. Huh. And some of the stuff he's shown over the years that they cut out was awesome stuff. It's like, what in the hell was he thinking cutting this out? And his son would joke, um, let's cut all that out. The joke the son joke, okay.
0: What about those uh, new um horror movies like Us and uh, Get Out? Are those would those work or no?
1: Get Out would definitely work in three D. Mm-hmm. Especially when they drops into the the, the, just, the whole TV yeah. And Us would work really well too. I haven't
2: seen Us yet, but given what I know about Jordan Peele, I'd say any of his films would work in three D, probably.
1: Mm-hmm yeah
2: because get out is just so visually compelling that mm-hmm. like it's like and it's like so such a colorful film too which is strange for a horror movie But mm-hmm.
0: all right it sounds good um you know 2020 has been quite a scary year in general um so it's kind of hard to top it <laughs>
1: Yeah, If you have a 3D TV, just turn the news on and hit the 3D switch. Nothing's going to probably scare you more than that.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. So, um, yeah, there's definitely some some good scary movies right there that you could uh, talk about and watch. And I hope this additional section you found enjoyable and entertaining. That's it from us. Bye. 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 Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D and mrbangle 5 for your financial support on Patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Links are in the info box. If you want to send us listener mail, our email address is email, 3D or 2D at gmail.com. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye, everyone.